Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Saturday, August 26th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we've got some more news to catch up on, and we're going to be talking about Justice League. In particular, production designer Patrick Totopoulos yeah. had an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and it's pretty interesting talking about the world of Justice League. Uh, and started out by talking about his Gotham in Batman v Superman was based on what you know what Zack Snyder told him. So he sort of these worlds are sort of based on the characters. So he made Gotham a little more brutal in the architecture and everything like that. I think that's something that showed up in the film, and it's kind of what he applied to Justice League. Yeah. So on Justice League, he said the great thing about Justice League was more about what is the palette for Flash's world? What is the palette for Wonder Woman's world? What about the world of Aquaman? Yeah, and that's really cool because that's one of the things I'm so excited for um, in Justice League is just getting these brief little glimpses, like I said, into the different worlds of these characters that we're going to get fleshed out in future movies or have gotten fleshed out already in, you know, like in Wonder Woman. We've already seen the palette of Wonder Woman and it looks amazing, Themyscira. Um, But yeah, so excited to see some of these other characters. Yeah, and I love so much. I've harped on this a thousand times, but I love just how it's not just... Justice League to me isn't just about these characters coming together, but it's everything in their worlds and and you know all of their side characters and all the mythology and their main locations. And so I'm so glad, and from everything we've seen, that it doesn't feel like they're all in the same place, if that makes sense. So every place, every location, you know, Themyscira, Atlantis, Gotham, Metropolis, all of them are so distinct and have their own unique feel and flair. And I just love seeing that come together. Um, yeah so he talked he also added there's flash is a guy a regular dude he's goofy he's crazy and his world is a world we should be able to relate to and then you have the world of wonder woman and i don't want to take too much credit for that the movie has been done beautifully designed and directed but there's this ancient civilization that's got its own golden and bronzy features there's cyborg who's a real man so this world is a world you should be able to relate to before he becomes what he has become and then on aquaman he says you've got aquaman underwater there's those very deep greens the movie is being done now, but we actually had to create a look for it prior to that. Yeah, and I I don't know I don't know how what else to add. Like like I said, I'm just so excited to see these different worlds and um, especially Aquaman. Just all the talk we've heard about it, how beautiful the underwater scenes are going to be. I know we're not going to get probably not going to get a ton in Justice League, but we're definitely going to get some, and I'm so excited to see what it looks like. Yeah, I'm can't wait to see how it how they fit together and. We talked before, I'm excited to see how the, I think they've got a creative way story-wise of introducing all these different locations, so I'm pretty hyped for that. Yeah. All right, moving on, Gal Gadot talked a little bit about Justice League and Wonder Woman and her interview with Rolling Stone. Uh, She talked about some of the rumors of changes to Justice League, and what she had to say was that Joss, to my understanding, was Zack's choice to finish the movie, and the tone can't be completely different because the movie was already shot. Joss is just fine-tuning. And so, you know, a lot of people were kind of freaking out about maybe they were going to change the entire movie, reshoot a lot of stuff. And they are doing, they're doing some reshoots, but it's still kind of within the bounds of, you know, reshoots for a big budget film. And so we've heard from a couple different people that Zack Snyder really wanted Joss to come on and finish it up. And that kind of seems like what's happening. Yeah. And we know there's, there's been a lot of changes that have gone on with this film from the initial idea from it to, you know, making it a a complete 
standalone film as opposed to a, a two-parter and and then further changes with Zach stepping away. Um, but yeah, there is even, you know, even if just theoretically did want to change it at all, he, he wouldn't have the time or the resources to do that. Exactly. Um, so this is very much going to be a, a Zack Snyder film with some, some Joss Whedon mixed in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then she also talked about the success of the Wonder Woman movie. And she says, it just shows the world that the world was ready for a female driven action movie. And I think they were. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Wonder Woman isn't the only female driven action movie to succeed like this. Um, but it is the, f- the first real superhero one. Uh, you know, Hunger Games and, and some of those other franchises deserve credit. But Wonder Woman is the first one to really do it in the superhero genre. Yeah. And Joe Morton is talking more uh, about Cyborg's role in Justice League. Again, this time, this is this comes from GameSpot. And I think he's promoting Terminator 2 re-release or, or some kind of thing. That's why he's talking so much right now. But uh, a lot of it was just repeating things he'd already said, but he did have some new stuff. He said, with Cyborg and with Silas Stone, you're getting sort of the outside story. You get to know them vis, vis- the death of Cyborg's mother. You get to know what Silas did in terms of reconstructing his son you get to know the angst that's sort of created between silas and victor his son so i'd imagine the same sort of ways you're going to know get to know the other characters and he's talking about the other justice league characters in that way yeah and, so everything i've heard about uh his character i i don't think he's gonna have a huge role again in justice league he's not gonna have a huge role but i think he's gonna get quite a bit of a time in the cyborg film if and when that happens and um i am really interested in that kind of dynamic and relationship between him and his son. Yeah. And that kind of sounds like a bit of a spoiler. I mean, does that make it sound like we're going to see the death of Cyborg's mother in justice league? Uh, it, you know, mentioning the death of her does make it kind of sound like we're maybe <laughs> going to see that. <laughs> yeah. It could have, it could have already happened and they talk about it, um, in the film, but it, it makes me wonder if that the first full justice league trailer, when we see the parademon in Silas's house, I wonder yeah. if, um, just makes me think I wonder if something had already happened there. Yeah, that's a good point. That could definitely give Victor, you know, give Victor a lot more to deal with other than, you know, losing 90% of your body is bad enough. Um, but your mother too, that's not, that's a, that's a bad day. That, that would not be a good day. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.